The following announcement has been paid for by For the Love of Wrestling, the podcast. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's the time that you've all been waiting for. We are literally a week away from the most epic of times. Yes, for the love of wrestling is coming to Manchester at the BEC Arena on the 29th and 30th of April. And we want you to be a part of it with us. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. No matter where you are in our fine world, welcome to For the Love of Wrestling, the podcast. Uh, we are your hosts. I'm Tom Finkill, along with Aaron Robertson and James Harvey. Good evening, boys. How's your day been? All happy? It's all right. It's mega, mega busy. We've got guests sort of starting to think about coming over here now, and they're all sort of suddenly started panicking about passports and all sorts of stuff. Uh, so yeah, it's it's we're in the eye of the storm right now. I'm looking forward to next week when they're all when they're all here having the wheat bits. Who's got the best rider? Who's got the most unique thing that they want to have a picture of Bob Holness in the, the locker room? <laughs> I can't go into those sort of details, you know. That's uh contracted uh contracted uh, exclusivity. <laughs> We love it. We love it. Well, we are all a big happy family when it comes to For the Love of Wrestling. And we are literally all waiting with open arms, ready to greet you guys. We want to make sure that you know who's going to be there with us. As you can see from our backdrop, there is a veritable smorgasbord of, of legends, current superstars, and just those beautiful little 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 nonchalant guests that you think, oh, I'd never seen them at a con before. Yes, we have got them at For the Love of Wrestling. Uh, let's talk about some of the, the big headline acts that we've got, and I'm going to float them up on screen as you guys can have a little chat about them. But one of the major ones as we go into our first day is obviously going to be the man, the myth, the legend. Indeed, we might just call him the man. There he is. It's Bill Goldberg himself. Um, now, this is going to be one that sells out on autos and uh, pictures because he is only there for the Saturday. Right, boys? Yeah, he's, he is only there on the Saturday and he's selling like a mother, as you can quite imagine. Um, he's doing really, really well. And obviously, he's got his his, uh, his solo picture and autos that he's going to be doing. And obviously, then he's also part of the... Uh, the uh the the WCW champion shot as well so yeah Bill Bill I I, I can't wait to meet Bill I'm I'm really really interested to see what sort of what he's like uh, in the flesh uh and he's still in he's still in amazing shape uh, and it's always good for me I think one of the best things is and you know there's nothing wrong people people age Christ Almighty I don't look like I did five minutes ago never mind ten years ago uh but you know Bill Goldberg he still looks in absolutely incredible shape so when people get to meet Bill Goldberg and have a picture with Bill Goldberg it's going to look like Bill Goldberg which is always nice yes yes absolutely without a shadow of a doubt he's did it, did either of you go to any of the WCW shows when WCW was was a big branded company I don't know if I was uh, if it was if it was uh, before my time kind of thing, but I never ever saw them come around my neck of the woods. But Aberdeen kind of didn't have as much as anywhere else. So when I was younger, I didn't really get a chance to travel around anywhere. And uh, yeah, I would have loved to because I really loved WCW because it was it was free before I had Sky Sports. WCW was my thing because it came on after Cartoon Network. So I would have loved to see him. Goldberg back in the day I'm, I'm a massive Goldberg fan I think he gets a hard time for no real reason he gets I mean it's a bit of a because the guy's an arse uh, it's a bit of, it all was an arse it was a it's a bit of a bad comparison but you know I always he's, he's similar to the ultimate warrior in a lot of ways he sort of turned up within you know 
six months to 12 months, he was one of the biggest names on the planet, uh, achieved a hell of a lot within a very short space of time, uh, and then sort of went his own little way for, for a little bit. Now, Bill, obviously, you know, even when he came to WWE, remained at the top, and obviously did a lot more for a lot longer than Ultimate Warrior did. But, you know, I think people, a lot of people don't like Goldberg because perhaps, you know, they, they, they prefer, they, they, they blame Goldberg because Dean Malenko wasn't a 10-time world champion or something like that. You know, Bill Goldberg, you know, was he's entertained at the end of the day and Bill Goldberg has has it, or, you know, what we like to think of as it in absolute spades. So, yeah, whereas, you know, Dean Malenko's quite good at suplexes. He <laughs> <laughs> does have it, but there are there are four other guys who definitely have it. And as we're uh, touching upon, and as you just mentioned, Jay, that we have got a literal once in a lifetime photo opportunity. And I was messaging you guys today saying this is the big debate right now as to whether or not I'm going to drop the dollar. But it looks like I'm going to have to because you are never going to get that lineup in one particular place to get a picture with you ever again. Take a look at that. All former WCW heavyweight champions. We've got Bill Goldberg. We've got the big show, Paul White. We've got Kevin Nash. Booker T! And yes, better bang, Diamond Dallas Page. So, for, just from from your perspective and 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 uh, being wrestling fans, out of those five, who are you most looking forward to hearing the backstory from? I mean, Dennis, I mean, the two that I've not met yet are are, are Goldberg and and. Um, can't call him Big Show Paul White. Um, so you know, I mean, they're probably the the two that I'm really, really looking forward to meeting. But yeah. I mean, just just sort of listening to them talk is, I mean, Diamond Dallas's page, his Q and A is the one that I just think just could be absolutely epic. Depends what you're going for. I just think that Dallas he, he just very cool and someone that could sort of I could listen to him talk all the time. If you're looking for perhaps a little bit of dirt, you might get that from Kevin Nash. Some really cool road stories you might get it from from Big Show. Uh, and Booker always always says you know what's on his mind. Booker never hides from the truth. Remember at the very very first full of wrestling. Someone asked a question uh, about Hulk Hogan uh, to, to Booker T. And Booker T just went on like a big diatribe all around the fact that, you know, he didn't think Hulk Hogan was a racist. And there were certain points in his career where he felt that Hulk Hogan could have very easily got him fired. And he never did. And sort of, you know, he, so he had his own opinion on the Hulk Hogan drama that was very, very much kicking off at the time. Um, and he sort of went on that. So Booker, um, Booker pulls no punches, he tells it is. I, th- I think all five of these guys will, will be good. Um, for for different reasons. Uh, and I don't want to take total credit uh, for this particular world first, by the way. But yeah, this was completely my idea. Um, so yeah, I will. And it, it's totally a selfish point. I was just like, wouldn't that make an amazing photo? I would really love that photo. Let's do that photo. Um, so yeah, it, and, and again, this is, as you can imagine, selling very well. It is literally a world first. This has never happened before. These five taking pictures at a convention before together. So yeah, we're absolutely made up with it. I'll need to go back and watch that uh, Booker T panel because... He's obviously going to speak highly of Hulk Hogan after what he nearly called him back in the day. <laughs> we take what we want! Sorry. Anyway, um, yeah, what a fool. <laughs> Chuckling away to myself. Loving life uh, right now. Um, uh, this is this is an amazing thing. I actually can't believe that this hasn't sold out in it because that's a four and a half and you'll never get it again. No, it's, it's an absolute banger. And speaking of bangers, we're going to hear from the man himself. Take a little look. Yo, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time world champion, WWE Hall of Famer, and founder and CEO of DDP Yoga. And I'm coming to the UK for, for the love of wrestling. That's right. 
Europe's biggest wrestling convention at the BEC Arena in Manchester. It's gonna be on April 29th and 30th, and it's kinda of gonna be like a WCW wrestling convention because it's not just me gonna be there, Kevin Nash, that's right, Big Sexy will be there. The Big Show, back when he was in WCW, he was the giant. Of course, we got my main man, Booker T's gonna be there as well, and the man, Goldberg. All of my buddies are gonna be in Manchester, April 29th and 30th. So come on by and see us. Get some autographs, get some pictures. If you wanna get tickets, go to Facebook, backslash F-T-L-O Wrestling UK. That's for the love of wrestling. UK. I want to see you there. I'll be there with my girl Paige, and we are going to come to UK with a bang. Well, if that doesn't get I don't know what will. How good was that? I bomb the three disc Blu-ray to that promo. Honestly, that is generally the best promo I've ever seen come through the door at Monopoly events. That's better than anything we've done on this podcast. Let's just be honest about that. Well, yeah. we just up the ante there. We just we, by including it, we've made ourselves just better people. I love it. And and to be honest with you, I've not even told you this. Um, he's the one that I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting the most. DDP for me is the one that we're looking, and not from his wrestling side. Uh, so I'm I'm a, a an avid supporter of the DDPY program. We are an avid user of the DDPY program. Uh, we lost just shy of three stone um, doing the DDPY program over lockdown. Oh, really? So, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm very, very happy um, that you guys have got him booked. I am so ecstatic to meet him just to, uh, to to shake his hand and say how much he has affected my life. My children do uh, the, the kids' DDPY workouts. Uh, and it's it's been epic. It's really it got me up and motivated through lockdown. So yes, DDP, we're coming with a bang. That's some someone I've always wanted to meet. I've just always liked his, uh, always liked his energy, his work ethic, all that stuff. I mean, he started when he was thirty six, uh, and I'm a year away from thirty six. So there's always time to get. Always in. time, yeah, brother. <laughs> no, he's a uh, just just seems like a genuinely nice guy and. Yeah, I'm buzzing for me him. Just forget wrestling, just the, the human being that he is, to be honest. Yeah, I uh, I was very luckily got to meet him in Dallas, of all places, last year, um, uh, down at the uh, the WrestleCon. Um, and I just wanted to have a chat with him, really, just from, uh, again, away from wrestling. I just wanted to have a chat with him and just thank him for what he did for Scott Hall and for, for Jake the Snake. Uh, Jake particularly has been someone sort of, for me, Jake could be probably top three of all time. So, uh, yeah, and I just want to thank you for that. And it wasn't long after Scott passed, unfortunately. So, uh, yeah, and he, he is, um, he, he did not disappoint. He was uh, all the time in the world to have a chat with you. We're nicest guys, very genuine. I mean, he's he's just going to be, I, I can already tell, but, you know, every every year I can tell who's who's going to connect with the fans the best, just because I, I have a little bit of a, a communication with them before these events happen. And I, I can already tell that DDP is going to go down an absolute storm this year. I can't wait for him to come over. Yeah, it's going to be unreal. I cannot wait to meet Diamond Dallas Page. Full on gimmick infringement. I'm going to literally be rocking up with a cigar in mouth, big combed over mullet, the biggest shades and the longest trench coats. It's going to be awesome. Cannot wait to meet DDP. So as we slide from the Saturday, uh, we're going to head on into the Sunday with another exclusive one day appearance 
by the man, the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. Uh, for those of you that joined um, joined us in Manchester for Nigel McGuinness's uh, wonderful celebration magic tour, it was Nigel McGuinness against Brian Danielson that night. I know you spoke to one of our stage hosts, Chris Brooker, uh, on the live show, James. Um, yeah who uh who emceed the night and it was incredible so thank you so much chris for an awesome night um but yeah i want to find out truly how deep this feud runs between brian and nigel he's going to be uh he's going to be flying off the shelves we've only got limited autographs and limited uh pictures available with brian where are we up to on that james sales wise uh, yeah, the Brian one is, is pretty much sold out now. I think when I looked this morning, there was like three left or something like that. Uh, so yeah, so the pictures, there's, 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 there's pictures, there's, there's still a couple left, but I fully expect him to sell out, uh, ahead of the event as little as by the, by this weekend, he may sell out. And as I say autographs, there was three left this morning when I looked. So no doubt they'll probably sell out before the end of the day. Um, initially when we put Brian Danielson on sale, um, it was going to be a case of, because of because he's only with us with a very for a very small amount of time, and um, just because the way we that's the only way we could get him this year, um, it's a case of do we take Daniel Bryanson for one day for a select amount of hours? Um, you know, but you never know what happens. You've always got you've always got to think of not to go sort of morbid or anything, but you do always have to think. You know, always jump on this. Or if you get, I'd rather have someone for six hours than never not get them because you never know what life's going to bring. Um, so yeah, we, we, we snapped the hand off when we said we, we'd like to get Daniel over. Uh, we also know that a lot of people were let down by uh, another play at convention that remained nameless um, last year when Daniel, it didn't work out and Daniel didn't come over. So again, um, we also wanted to jump on uh, that as well to, to deliver Daniel Bryan. So Daniel's really, really looking forward to coming over. Um, Initially, it was going to be a case of either photos or send-ins, uh, but we've managed to pray to the wrestling gods, and we've managed to just about work out a way, I think, whereby it will be photos. You can do the normal table meets, although they are very limited. Um, the first the first tranche we got up uh, sold out within about 45 minutes. Uh, then we put a few more up. Again, they sold out very, very quickly. Uh, and now then we think we put about a last 30 up or something like that in the third one. And when they're gone, they're gone. Um, there will still be the option of send-ins, uh, but if you do want to meet, uh, Brian Danielson, but imagine by the time this has gone, this goes out anyway, it'll be completely sold out. Uh, so yeah, so that's where we're up to with him, and he's uh, he's really really looking forward to it. His team are brilliant, uh, and we can't wait. Do you think? Uh, do you think by the time the convention comes round, you'll be able to spell his name right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't say anything because I knew it was coming. Oh, no. you've, used old, you've used the old graphic. This is the old one before I corrected it. Oh, oh, right? well, to be yeah. fair, to be fair, James, you called him Daniel Bryanson. Uh, Brian, Brian <laughs> Danielson, Daniel Bryanson. <laughs> it's very confusing because they did literally just switch it around, and it really put me off when I first saw him coming to WWE. But yes, Brian Danielson with a Y. Yeah. So um, yeah. So he's uh, yeah, he's he's going to be awesome. And again, he's he's been a. a with me managing a lot of the, the social media, I see a lot of this stuff, and he's been one of the most requested guests ever. Um, you know, he sort of lovely last person. Year, yeah, last year we delivered Trish Stratus, who she she has to have been one of the most requested guests ever as well. But yeah, yeah, um, Brian Danielson is one of the most requested guests ever. So we are absolutely thrilled that we're able we're able to bring him, and he's looking forward to it as well. And and again, I've I've heard I've never met him myself personally, but I've heard he's 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 really really nice, down to earth guy, and I've heard that he's uh, he's great at these type of events when he does them. Uh, and it's a very, very rare you'll see him doing it in the UK. I don't know if he's ever done one over here in the UK, outside of perhaps WWE sort of meet type things. I've, I've never uh, attended one and I've never heard of one myself and say he was due to attend another one, but that fell through. 
Um, whereas, you know, obviously with, the, with Monopoly now in charge, uh, well, we're going to deliver it, which, which is great. Yeah, he's definitely got time for fans. You see a lot of it on the internet, he's got time for fans. I've actually met him, but it was by total accident that I met him. Um, I was coming back from work in Portsmouth and the I missed the Aberdeen show and they were literally walking through the airport. So I'd never seen, I'd barely ever seen a celebrity in my life at this point. And I came off the came off the plane and they're going towards their gate. And I just I I don't freak out. And I just was like, oh my God, that's AJ Styles just walking down here. And I went up and shook his hand. I'm like, I'm really sorry, I know you're in a rush, but my goodness. And then he was walking up the stairs. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so that's the first. And, and then I went into the toilet and uh Jeff Hardy was complaining about the smell of pee. So yeah. That was, uh, that There's my, uh, to the point that men can have multiple orgasms in one go. Beautiful. It was. It. it was. It, he was so nice to everyone because you could obviously. It's a bit mad. Um, but, it's probably, yeah. it's probably time to, to to ask people. Please don't follow our guests into the toilet. That's just weird. I didn't follow Jeff Hardy in the toilet. Okay, I'd been on yeah, a flight. Didn't. Just follow Aaron <laughs> into the toilet. We'll be happy days. Well, I'm so excited to hear that Brian is excited to be with us. We'll be chanting yes, but another guy who is certainly chomping at the bit, ready to throw a finger high and bring it in close, is this guy. What's up, everyone? It's Adam Colbebe. And April 29th through the 30th, for the love of wrestling in Manchester, I'm going to be there. So please make sure you come up and say hello. And don't ever forget, it's all about the boom. It's all about the boom, baby. Yes, it is. Well, we talk about AEW characters. We go from uh, Paul White to uh, Brian Danielson. And this is another big one for me. He is the leader of the Undisputed Era, Mr. Adam Cole. Yeah, Adam's, Adam's a great one because, I mean, he ticks multiple boxes. I mean, for all of the, the indie darlings out there, um, you know, he's, he's a massive tick in the box. For people who are WWE fans, he's, you know, he's, he's been one of the, the hottest the hottest guys at WWE over the last few years. Um, I think everybody was almost waiting for that big step up uh, to, to the, the main roster, which never particularly happened. Um, but, you know, as, as far as NXT goes, you could argue that Adam Cole is the biggest name in NXT history. He's yeah. certain to be the, the most popular over the last couple of years he was there. Uh, and then he's moved over to, to AEW now so he ticks lots and lots of boxes and that's that that's what um you know the organizers of this type of event want because it means you know people fans from all the different promotions and people who just spend all day arguing over who's the best and all that sort of stuff Adam Cole is an internet darling um uh, so yeah thrilled to have him over I, I always make the comparison um between Adam Cole and Shawn Michaels so to uh 1994-esque Shawn Michaels and I can see a lot of similarities. I can definitely see that the NXT influence has been brought into him. Um, and I think he's he's literally head and shoulders above a lot of people that are on the AEW roster right now. These are two of the hardest hitting professional wrestlers in the game. Um, they are modern day heroes and AEW tag team champions. Have we heard whether or not they're going to be carrying um, the gold with them yet, Jay? Uh, we haven't actually, funnily enough, I was thinking about that from Jamie Hayter today, whether Jamie Hayter's going to be bringing over her goals. Um, one thing I do know is that they are coming here from AEW. So they're doing AEW on the Wednesday, uh, and then they're due to fly out um, on the Thursday uh, and then coming into the UK um, at a certain time in a certain place. Uh, um, but yeah, so they um, it's not like I don't believe they're going home before. So I am hoping that um, all of the AEW guys bring all of their respective belts with them. I'm certainly thinking that I make some, uh, some great photos. Yeah, definitely. Unique photos. And uh, I'm sure Aaron's got a couple of belts lying around. Sorry, titles lying around. Take, let's take a little peek. Uh, are we going all classic, Aaron? This is for um, our video fans, by the way. I uh, can't, for all I you can't, wonderful, uh, uh, 
audio listeners. There's nothing like uh, visual radio. I would never, ever be that guy that carries around a belt uh, <laughs> that I haven't earned or won or, you know. So, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. FTR are amazing, by the way. I yeah. genuinely think these guys are phenomenal as, uh, yeah, love their love their uh, whole stick, love their in-ring work. I mean, I, I hate saying in-ring work because at the end of the day, like that's a that's a melt. I think you're saying I've never wrestled a day in my life. So, but you know, I think that they're I think they're great at what they do. Love their gimmick. Love everything about them. Yeah, the bit of a bit of a throwback team. I think again, um, they they tick lots of good boxes. They're XWWE. Uh, so you know the, the the sort of casual fans will know them. They're internet darlings. Uh, you know, and they've, they've won belts similar to you know not quite on the level of Dudley Boys, but they've won belts everywhere they go. They've got a Smash Mouth style, which people like. Bit of a throwback style as well. Always remind me of the yeah. Brainbusters. Uh, but so yeah, they tick lots of boxes, and they've sold their pictures. Have sold God, their picture is one of the top selling pictures actually at this event. People are really really excited. People love them. Yeah. Them. You know, SCR was one of the ones that we were um, not dis- not 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 debating whether they were a good idea, but thinking about well, should, we've already got quite a few AW guys. Should we bring them over this year? Really, really glad that we did um, because yeah, they've they've sold very well. And there's lots of people who are uh, you know you see the list of who's meeting and everybody who's everybody's looking forward to meeting. FTR seems to be on pretty much every list. So yeah, that's a, a good signing for this event. I think they're like a nineties revival, right? Yeah, revival. Ha ha ha. Uh, and sliding out of that terrible segue. That's uh, what she said. Like a fucking lead balloon. All right, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) As we're talking about retro throwbacks, there is no better retro tag team than these legends. This is Axe and Smash of Demolition, and we're going to be, for the love of wrestling, in Manchester, England, BEC Arena, Europe's largest wrestling convention and that's going to be on the 29th and 30th of april get your autograph and picture tickets from the official website what do you think x check it out boom these are the guys that i am seriously seriously hyped to go and see and go and get a picture with jay you want to do the ring interest for these guys right uh, do you know, I've, 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 I've thought, yeah, these guys are, are going to be amazing. Um, again, I got to meet these guys in, in Dallas last year, <laughs> and, and they are so much fun. Um, the both, Sorry, you didn't know, go to Dallas last year, mate, did you? I did have to go to Dallas last year, but mentioned that. <laughs> um, Smash, Smash particularly, uh, Barry, Mr. Holy One Darso, bless him, um, is one hell of a repo man. And But he's, you know, he's he's an absolute, he's a, he's a monster of a guy, you know. He's sort of, I think it's just because they were all, because when they were about, all, everybody was big. I mean, they were all sharing the room with people like Jim Nighthart, the Warlord, the, the British Bulldog, people like that. Um, but yeah, like, Smash Barry Darso is a, a big guy. Um, he's deceiving. I, I don't know, that was one of the things that shocked me. But no, they were a lot of fun. Uh, I'm hoping they are similar to when I when I was lucky enough to meet them. That they they bring the face paint, they bring the masks, um, and all that sort of stuff because they were they were brilliant in fans, brilliant with fans. Sorry when I when I met them. So if they, I'm sure that they'll be exactly the same um, because you know. You know, they are one of the greatest, most recognisable tag teams of all time. They're one of the greatest tag teams of all time. The longest reigning WWF tag team champions of all time. During, during, which always seems to get forgotten a lot, the the best period of tag team wrestling within in wrestling history. So yeah, I mean, these guys have uh, these got these guys are very very much legends um, in the wrestling world, and I'm, I'm really hoping that that people spend the time to go and meet them. Aaron, we sliding in with demolition comments. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know much about that era of wrestling. I know who they are, but I've never really followed it, to be I honest. Feel so James old. Gonna, I feel so James old. James is going to hate me for it. Yeah, I've no idea, in all honesty. Hey, you know, we uh, I dropped in there about going to see Nigel McGuinness this past week, and he stated, and I know Jay will like this, that his favourite match ever, the one that he remembers watching over and over as a kid, was Demolition against the Hart Foundation at SummerSlam 1990. It's the greatest tag team match of all time, without doubt. Is, so three falls, introduction of Legion of Doom. It's awesome. It's also one of the best examples of tag team storytelling um, that you will, you will ever see as well. It was absolutely epic. It's better than any Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. Um, uh, it, it's absolutely phenomenal. I've got that saved to watch after Tom had mentioned it. So my plan is to watch some of these older tag team matches before the convention next week um, because you both speak very highly of it. I know we've got we've got we've got a podcast planned at some point to talk through, or maybe do a watch along for our favourite pay per views. But just watch the whole of SummerSlam '90. It's an absolute joy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I, Go for absolutely. it, mate. Go out of your way. Well, I'd I'd seen. Um... I'd watched a lot of older wrestling when I was younger, but not. I think I didn't go far as far back as that. Because um, when I got into Jesus it, Christ, Aaron, you're making it sound like it was like 14 BC. Eh? It's only 1990. Calm down. I, well, I was two. I was two in SummerSlam '90. So that's your problem, Aaron. That's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I uh, I I watched back, but I only went back to about '94. So I'd. I never went really before it. I'd obviously seen some classic matches, and I have seen classic matches uh, in the vault when I used to watch that on Sky Sports, but oh, I've never... They are literally going to knock it out of the park. And um, Speaking of first time ever, I think this is the first time in the UK that we are going to bring you guys this picture opportunity. It's Demolition and the Powers of Pain. We've got four of the biggest icons of the golden era, the WWF golden era, that are going to be there ready to take pictures with you guys in the middle. That is one not to be missed. Definitely, definitely. I mean, like, you know, a lot of people could argue, you know, the, the Barbarian. Uh, the Barbarian is just on his own. He's got some hell of a story. I mean, he's part of the Heenan family, for Christ's sake. And, you know, Warlord, he did his gimmick. I really hope. I want to make sure I give Valen, uh, Valen Nudge, actually, and Chris Brooker about this, the need to talk to, to Warlord about the epic feud with the British Bulldog because... Yeah. For me, was 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 just absolutely top draw. But you know, there wasn't a hell of a lot wrong with wrestling at that time. I'm sure, you go back now. Now, on some of its age, terribly. But you know, it, it was brilliant. But no, this is there's two firsts here, really. So this is the first time the Powers of Pain um, have ever appeared together at a convention in the UK. Um, interestingly enough, they did actually both come over um, to a UK convention at around 1994, 95 in Manchester. Funnily enough, um, but then one of them. Um, there was some sort of problem at the airport with a work visa and wasn't one of them wasn't actually allowed to appear. Um, so even though they were both here and in the building, they didn't actually they didn't actually do that. So it's only taken, God, 20, 26, 26 or 20, 28 years to make it happen. Uh, but yeah, so this is the first ever time the Powers of Pain will be appearing together in the UK. Uh, and then on top of that, this again is, is a first, uh, as I'm sure you can imagine, Demolition versus Powers of Pain, uh, WrestleMania, um, WrestleMania re re revisit uh, match. Yeah, brilliant teams, all really nice guys as well. Uh, so re really looking forward to this one. These guys are all going to be fun. I know these guys are going to be fun. Warlord yeah. is. So I watched a, a match. I think it was Warlord and Tugboat from like 1990, and Warlord was stacked. Yeah, he was he's a big so, guy. He was huge. Uh, did he not do the? Uh... Did he not do the challenge before Chris Masters did? Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. The, yeah. Challenge. the full Nelson challenge. Yeah, was that the same thing? Because I think the yeah, the, bull, the bulldog yeah. was was synonymous for breaking it. 
Oh, that's what it is. I saw because Davy Boy's huge, and I'm like, oh my god, this guy's massive. Because I obviously met Tugboat last year again, so I watched that around that time. Amazing. So I and definitely the warlord can cut a banger of a promo. This here's the warlord. What up on the legendary tag team, the powers of pain, and along with the barbarian on April 29th and 30th at the BC Arena in Manchester, England, for the love of wrestling. Your biggest wrestling convention will be signing autographs. So get your tickets and photos at their official website. But wait, maybe, just maybe, we'll don the face painted gear and step back into the ring one last time. Maybe. <laughs> How good is that promo? But he's not. Really? Still- People like he's not Mr. Beat, has he? He's not Mr. Beat at all. Can we not talk about how good he looks for being in his six days? I oh, know, mate. You know what? He's going to be Sorry. fun. He's, he's he's going to be fun. He's 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 one of the guests that we deal with direct. Um, he doesn't have an agent or anything else. Well, I'm sure I should be saying that, but never mind. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, so I deal with him. I deal with him direct, and he and he does everything. He's old school, so he he doesn't really. He isn't really someone who particularly deals with 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 um, emails. He'd rather just talk over the phone or text. Um, and he's he, he's very very excited to, to be coming over. He can't wait. So yeah, the wall's going to be great, and the barbarian as well. Um, they're good mates, you know. Axe and Smash, they're all good mates as well. And I think we've we've covered this on a podcast before. When you not just about bringing the guests over, but you bring the guests over and they're getting to spend time with their boys. They have a hell of a time, and it does turn yeah. into a little bit of a not quite a stag do, but I mean it's, it's a bit of a boys' weekend. Um, as we saw last year, last last year with like the nasty boys and tugboat and those those types of people. As we saw the first year with you know the NWO and Paul and Nash and, and Bischoff and people like that you get these guys together some of these guys don't get to see each other as much as they would like uh, maybe only two or three times a year uh, some of these guys won't have seen each other for, for five years just the way the calendars work so when they get together they, they have fun um, and I'm sure that getting to spend the weekend together we're gonna we're gonna sort of see them uh, unwind a little bit I can't wait to hear the stories well as we flash from the late 80s into the 90s we're gonna fast forward a decade for you Aaron do you know who these guys are have a look I was only seven. No, who are they? Who are they? Oh, that he looks like the guy that used to wear glasses and camouflage. Is that is that, that same guy? Yeah, it is. We're them in. Yeah, we're in. One of them wore a, a, a beautiful dog collar at one time. I love. I can't call them Team Three D, man. I love the Dudley Boys. Absolute top class. Probably one of my favorite tag teams from that era. The first seeing that uh, spot with the was it May Young? May Young was it May Young or was it Moolah? Yeah. It was me. Getting the power bomb through the table off the stage, yeah. hilarious and terrifying, all at the same time. I'm, I actually, I'm looking forward to. Him to I've heard him talk about it before, but I'm looking forward to him talking about it again because I think she called him a bitch, and I really want to hear it first, firsthand. He's um. This is. I mean, people will have their favorite show, their favorite flavor wrestlings, and you know, for right and everybody's there's, there's no wrong opinion um, about what your favorite flavor wrestling is, but this one particularly just for. The reunions and, and this just seems like almost like they were, we, we, it sort of happened by accident. Although you know, fair play to the booking booking team, they're amazing at what they do. But they just 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 the tag teams that they've managed to get uh, this particular one. I mean, you're talking you know, Powers of Pain. You're talking the the, the, the Killer and the Pillar. You're talking Money Inc. Um, you know, you're going to be talking Demolition. You're talking FTR. You're talking Team 3D. And just those last three names there, you've almost got one of the greatest tag teams, you know, greatest tag teams of the golden generation, the peak of tag team wrestling. You've got FTR, who are regarded as literally the greatest tag team working in wrestling today. And you've got 
the Dudley Boys, who arguably are the greatest tag team in wrestling period. I mean, it's absolute tag team royalty uh, that are flying into Manchester next week. We are stacked and it's going to be epic. Speaking of May Young going through a table, another one of our guests made an epic mistake when they crossed the Dudley Boys and found themselves up on Bubba's shoulders on that top rope. She's going to tell us all about it. Hi, everybody. It's Terry Runnels from sunny Florida. A chicken may crow, a rooster may crow at any minute, but you know what? I can't help it. And I wanted the sun on me because it makes me look younger. Hell, I can't even see, so I'm going to have to do the rest of the little um, hoo-ha. Oh, there goes a motorcycle. So you know what? I don't care. I'm going to do a one-take Charlie, and that's it. Here's the deal. I'm going to be in Manchester, England. It's been ages since I've been there. Um... I will see you the 28th, the 29th and 30th at Bowler's Exhibition Center. Um, I'm about to go kill somebody on a motorcycle. It's okay. I might kill a chicken. It's all right. We're hungry. We'll eat them for dinner. Um, sorry, PETA. Um, anyway, I can't wait to see you guys. It's been a long, 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 long time. So be there or be square. Ciao. Genuinely one of the sweetest people in professional wrestling. She's a legend, whether or not you know her from the York Foundation in WCW as the cigar-toting Marlena in the WWF or sliding all the way through. Terry Runnels is a legend. And I know you've got a soft spot in your heart for a Jay Harvey. I just think I just think she's adorable. I just think she's absolutely adorable. Um, and again, she's she's someone who, who we, we we work with directly. So she's uh, she, she she again she'd prefer to do WhatsApp and just give you a bell uh, if she needs anything. So I've got to know Terry a little bit. And yeah, she's she's a, she's outstanding. She seems like such a lovely lady. So again, I'm sure she's going to be ones that people sort of. I hope everybody takes the time to even if it's just to go over and say hello to her. Make sure you take the time to do that because she's the sort of person that just exudes warmth at ridiculous levels. Yeah, I just thought, I think that video is adorable and uh, really looking forward to meeting her. And you speak very highly of her, James, so can't wait. It'll be interesting to hear the stories that she had, because in that Attitude era, it was a case of anything goes. And the story has been kicked around that Dustin really wanted to get breast implants to take his character to that next level. And it's a question that we want to be posing to her. Was that something that was genuinely on the table? I'd be interesting because I hear differently where he felt. Remember, obviously, he came he became a bit bitter afterwards, saying that he had to be forced into a character he wasn't really comfortable with. So, it'd be interesting if he actually wanted to take it that far. Because from what I know of, or I was possibly wrong, but he didn't want to be that character to begin with. So uh, that's that's quite a good question. Yeah, it was it was uh, over like Rover though, wasn't it? Yeah, he was. It was. It was. It was massively, massively. And then Terry was a big part of that. Um, and then obviously she went on to do lots of other things in WWE, doing the you know the backstage interviews and uh, PMT as well. She was part of, wasn't she? As uh, as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's. I'm sure she's got some great stories. Uh, I think she was part of an episode of um, Dark Side of the Ring as well last year, wasn't she? Um, she was, yeah. As well. So yeah, just interesting to find out. Um, how she got involved in that as well. So yeah, I'm sure Terry's got loads of loads of great stories to talk about, and she's just become a grandma as well. So if you do nothing else, just go up and uh, and wish you congratulations um, to her and to, to Dustin as well. Yes, definitely go up, have a nice little chat with her uh, about all things, whether or not it was WCW or WWE. She will want to have a nice little chat with you. And as we're speaking about ambiguous characters, we go from Gold Dust. To a former Miss WWE Diva, Miss WrestleMania. Will he be Santina or Santino? 
Hi guys, it's me Santino Marella. April 29, April 30, BEC Arena, Manchester. It's gonna be Europe's, you know, biggest wrestling convention ever called For the Love of Wrestling. I'm gonna be there. You can get your tickets on the official website. Don't be a son of my guy. We're going to be striking some cobras. And for any of you that are going to be really looking forward to the Q&A panels, I know I am. This is one. If Santino is in the ring, literally giving you everything that he's got, all eyes need to be focused on that man. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to be. I'm sure he's going to be great fun. He uh, uh, he seems to come across as a as a very nice guy. Again, someone that we deal with directly. Um, he's an absolute unit, by the way. Um, you know, he he, he works very much in um, MMA now. He's got his own MMA and and, uh, and, and cage fighting um, gym. Um, that's where actually I I I found him. Um, and randomly found found out about it, and then left a, a strange message a strange message on the uh, on the answer machine of of, a, of, a, of an MMA gym. Going, Hello, man, James, I'm calling from England. Please talk to me. Um, and eventually, someone rang me back um, uh, to, to talk to me. But yeah, he's, he comes across as a very nice guy, very professional. Um, so and again, he's just gonna, it'd be great to, because he's um, very much perhaps in that wrong killing space where. Primarily, a lot of his career was was spent in more the light entertainment type gimmicks. Um, when actually, you know, backstage is 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 an absolute is an absolute unit. So, be interested to see how how he approached that. Was is he still happy with the way it is? I mean, there's he's still remembered very fondly by the fans. People still love him. Uh, it was always very well thought over thought of, and he was a, a huge hit with the fans. So, yeah, again, his Q and A is going to be something really really special. I think. I uh, saw him briefly, maybe, I can't remember how long ago it was. Um, I didn't know he didn't talk like that. <laughs> he came to <laughs> he, he came to the one of the Aberdeen shows. I think he was actually, Grado was doing like a, a, Q, a Q&A just randomly in one of the hotels in uh, Aberdeen. I went to that and he just came into the building afterwards and sat on the ringside and chatted away. Yeah, seems like a nice guy though. But even from a from a comedy wrestler, and it's it's harsh for us to say that because he, he as James just said, he is such a unit, such an absolute legend. Um, do you guys remember uh, the year Alberto Del Rio won the Royal Rumble, <laughs> and he was hid under the ring for the vast majority of it, and he came back out, and there's a there's a visual image of him sort of welling up before he hits the Cobra to Alberto. And the fans genuinely believed mm. that that could be the point that Santino was going to win the Rumble. He was going to go to WrestleMania. Yeah. And again, even on the basis that he didn't win it, he went into the Elimination Chamber and did the exact same thing with Brian Danielson. Yeah, I watched that not long ago, actually. It came up, I'm, I'm pretty sure WWE UK posted it not that long ago. Yeah, he, I, I, I've always liked him. Plus, I mean, he won the IC title in his first match, you know what I mean? So... Can't be doing much wrong. We are bringing the champions to Manchester. And speaking of IC champions, another one that I'm looking forward to chatting, uh, chewing the fat with. He's so cool. He's Carlito. Caribbean cool. Yeah, Carlito, really nice. Again, a really a gimmick that seemed to just hit the ground running. Fans took to him very, very, very quickly. Uh, he's very, you know, he's, he's still working today. Uh, he's still active. He's still in great shape. So, yeah, someone that's he's uh, someone that I'm really glad we bought because he's, you know, the response to his to his announcement was uh, we thought it was going to be quite good, but yeah, he's it really good and he's, and he's selling very well as well. Have you got any memories of uh, Carlito, Aaron? Talk about spitting um, some apples for me. Yeah, so I, I funnily enough, I'd stopped watching during that period, but then I think he was one of the first ones I saw when I tuned back into it. Uh, I I liked his character. Um, 
I can't, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of memories off the top of my head. I can't think of it. And all I can think of, of is the, uh, there was a bit of bitterness at the Hall of Fame when he inducted. I, I, I want to talk about that. <laughs> oh, good. You always like to touch on these subjects that they really, really don't want to yeah, talk Yeah, well, that, that's, well that's, that's, it. that's the key. Controversy I mean, creates cash. You follow Eric Bischoff's mantra. Yeah. You've got to remember that part of my job, or in fact, my job entirely within Monopoly is to capture moments that will uh, bring people in to watch the shows. So, uh, yeah, I will take any controversy that I can get. And wrestling is full of it. I mean, come on now, like, apart from the uh, apart from the Transformers, the most viewed video on our YouTube channel is the New Age Outlaws. I- I'm not saying that it was me. It could, it could be them, just being them, but, you know, I mean, I did upload it, so... I'll take the credit for it. <laughs> take that credit, mate. Run with that ball. And again, for those of you that may be attending for the love of wrestling for the very first time, don't just think that it's down to the autographs uh, and the pictures. It is a full immersive experience. Make sure you check out the Q&A panels. Make sure you go and check out all the wonderful traders that are going to be there with us. They're going to be selling their wares. Uh, and make sure that you are, you're literally taking every single piece because that ticket admission doesn't just get you to a table to get an autograph. It gets you so much more. And speaking of so much more, she's given us so much more currently in AEW. What's up, wrestling fans? It is yours truly, Ruby Soho. Just to let you know, I'm coming back to the UK for the love of wrestling, April 29th and April 30th. So come hang out and let's party. Now, Jay, are we going to have to keep Ruby and the driller and the pillar completely apart? I think so. I think so. Yeah, there's quite a lot of hostility going on there at the moment. I mean, Ruby looks like she's 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 doing some of her um, uh, some of the best work she, she's ever done at the moment. She, she seems generally happy at the moment. You can say that for for a couple of the guys. I mean, going between AEW or Ring of Honor or TNA or WWE, it doesn't always work for everybody. Um, you know, some of them are down, but Ruby looks like she, she she's happier than she's ever been before, um, and she seems to be getting put. On that, you know that 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 top tier, she seems to consistently be in the mix. And to be honest with you, some of her talent, she completely deserves it. So yeah, I think it's worked out well for her, and I'm really looking forward to meeting her. Me too, me too. And we we spoke on it. We spoke on firsts, and that is another one. The killer and the pillar are gonna be there, snapping away, getting their pictures in with you guys. They're on the complete other side of the fence when it comes to Ruby Soho. Uh, they're playing the heels to her current face with Soraya. And, uh, and Tony Storm, and, and it's an absolutely epic um, epic angle right now. It's something that, that, that I've been enjoying watching the product for AEW, so mm-hmm. it'd be great to uh, to catch up with these guys about. How are ticket sales going for this one? Because this is, a, again, another first. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's going, you know, very well, as you can imagine. Um, you know, it's, it's, we, are, we are wrestling fans. It doesn't hurt that they're both absolute knockouts uh, at the end of the day. Uh, but no, two brilliant talents. Obviously, Jamie's got the home turf advantage. Uh, people are Brits, Brits, you know, Brits probably alongside MJF, the biggest, biggest star at, at AEW's made, um, which, you know, which, which, which wrestling fans really appreciate as well. Uh, and she's brilliant. She's, she's the total package, uh, Britt Baker. So, yeah, as you can imagine, this one's going to do very, very well. I uh, watched it. I watched that all access show that you guys were talking about because you talked about it. I thought I'll watch it, and uh, she she talks about the fact that she's a, a homegrown talent versus uh, the the whole Serea situation. It's actually really worth watching if you've not watched it. I uh, it was nice to see a bit of insight into her as a person. 
Well, speaking of uh, hitting it hard currently in AEW, check out these two. What's going on? It's Jungle Boy, Energy, Badass, Bad Attitude, April 29th and April 30th. This is the one. Manchester, for the love of wrestling, will be there. Come see us. No, this is it. Did I just say fat ass bad attitude? <laughs> is that how we promoted it? <laughs> I think he did, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a superstar. Yes, Jungle Boy Jack Perry is literally going to be swinging into Manchester. Uh, and for those of you that don't know, he uh, his, his main squeeze is from our JAS, our Jericho Appreciation Society. It's Anna J. Um, so come and, come and say hello to these guys. It, for those of you that are literally holding back and thinking, um, I'm, I'm going to go for the legends, go for, go and see your legends, definitely. But make sure you go and check out uh, the talent that we brought in from AEW that are literally on the cusp of greatness. And I can see Jungle Boy being part of an epic main event. Uh, is, it, is it double or nothing where it's going to be the four-way with MJF? MJF, Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara? I think so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So talk, come and talk to him. Come and talk to him. He's going to be main eventing AW pay-per-views. And it's, if it's not that one, very near down the line, he is going to be knocking it out of the park and WWE is going to be knocking on his door. And I'm hoping that they play that entrance music if he does a Q&A panel. We're in. <laughs> he only said that to Bob Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> it is a, it's a it's a tune though, isn't it? Um, I was I was in a night out and I literally they played that obviously because it's a well known song and they played it and I'm like oh my god it's Jungle Boy's theme and everyone's looking at me what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but that's why as wrestling fans we are we are wired a little bit differently, but for the better I think I always do I always think that um and it's is tunes you get like back in the day we used to get play, asked to play things like Limp Biscuit rolling and I was just like oh yeah. The Undertaker, and you'd throw your hand up, and you'd be you, you, you're asked now to play things like Wild Thing by the Trogs, even though that X is the best. Um, and and yeah, you do you get that little feeling inside, and it makes you feel it's what we were talking about a little bit earlier on. It makes you feel it's a difference between just hearing it and actually listening to it inside your soul. Well, to close us out, there is no better way than feeling something inside your soul with this epic man. Hey, wrestling fans, Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man here. Guess what? It's coming. For the love of wrestling, Europe's biggest wrestling convention will be at the BEC Arena in Manchester on the 29th and 30th of April. Get your autograph and picture tickets from the official website. And I will be there and looking forward to seeing all of you. And remember, everybody's got a price for the Million Dollar Man. (laughs) Hope to see you there. Well, what a way to close out our panel with an absolute legend, WWE Hall of Famer, and arguably a former WWF champion. What Now, where do you stand on this, Jay? So for um, about six or seven days, he wore that belt. He took it, he took it on tour. He appeared in Philadelphia with it. Should I, it be I, fast? I, I, I think we've got to give it him because at the end of the day, it's Ted. I mean, but to be fair, Ted was, you know, you, you, we can't forget how distinguished, you know, the million-dollar title was. I am, I'm very much aware it's... It was similar to what um, you know what some other people have done, and maybe the, you know. I, I don't. I, it was interesting about the million dollar title is what, if somebody tried to do that today, like when Zack Ryder brought out the Internet Championship, um, you know, uh, 
how that went down, but it was always taken as a bit of a joke. Whereas DiBiase seemed to actually get the million dollar title over, um, which which was crazy. Um, and it, yeah, I think I don't think the million dollar man particularly needs that that world title run. Although it would be nice for WWE to recognise it. Uh, I think he did enough with it on his on his own. For me. I mean, you just look at that period of wrestling and it was Ted DiBiase just seemed to always be about, whether it was, you know, Hogan um, or, you know, the whole thing at the WrestleMania 5 tournament where he was in there. You look at The Undertaker's debut, The Undertaker was on Ted DiBiase's team. I mean, what, all of those big moments around that sort of 87 to 90 period, Ted DiBiase just always seemed to be um, on, on either at the top of the card or, or, or the upper level of the card. Um you know, the stuff and he Steve did. Austin, Steve Austin. Yeah, again. don't forget the, the ring, ringmaster's ring manager, the million dollar corporation. Um, I mean, he's he, everything he sort of touched. I mean, the, the most devastating thing, anyway, when Sweet Sapphire turned on Dusty. Oh my God, not a dry eye in the house. I mean, the guy's a menace. He really is. Uh, but he's, he's he, for me. If you just look at consistency, success, and impact, you could quite easily say that Ted DiBiase is the greatest heel to ever step foot in the wrestling ring. He's uh, he's a phenomenal guy. We had him back in 2019. He wasn't able to make it last year, unfortunately. But yeah, it's bringing Ted over this year. He's he's, he's always always welcome at our shows. I've been able to reunite Money Inc. as well. Uh, he's great. He's, he's a very 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 nice, warm man, and he's uh, he's an absolute pleasure to have back at the show. And as if by magic, there's your graphic. That is going to be another sensational photo opportunity as we bring together the three-time WWF Tag Team Champions, Ted DiBiase and Erwin R. Scheister. Mike Rotunda is going to be in the BEC arena. What a massive lineup we have just been through. And there's a couple of guests that we didn't touch upon that you guys can certainly uh, touch upon. You can go and have a nice little chat with them. I'm talking about people like Pretty Paul Roma. That's another massive name. And for those of you that are sleeping on that name and might not know, Paul Rum is a former four horseman. So go and have a little chat with him about his impact uh, in 1993 and uh, find out exactly how Ric Flair does roll. Yes, Paul Roma is going to be in the BEC arena as well. Um, Paul Roma, again, we've go. already got the powers of pain. We've got demolition. We've also got one half of power and glory here. Another epic. I mean, power and glory is just a really interesting one. I mean, I really want to talk to him about that because, you know, you could put power and glory over there today and it'd be absolutely huge. But, but that's what we're talking about, about how good demolition were. I mean, they were about, unfortunately, powers of pain were there at the sort of time when, sorry, power and glory were there at the sort of time when demolition were just on their way back. Um, Heart Foundation were, probably the peak tag team at the time, but they were just about to start being separated. You had Legion of Doom there. You had the Rockers who were just about to sort of spoil the unit. Was literally the, the, um, the 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 light the, the the match was lit in, in in the Rockers versus Power and Glory wasn't it when Hercules broke um, Sean's leg with the with the chain and then that set all of the wheels in motion um, then too. so there's so much that Paul Rome has been involved in and he was there at the peak of the golden era there at the peak of tag team wrestling and then went on to you know be part of the Horseman in WCW I mean it's a pretty pretty impressive resume when you start to think about it no yeah and then, he, uh, and then he yeah and then he served a couple resume. of years as Ken Shamrock so. <laughs> When I first saw the picture, I knew who Paul Roma was. And when I first saw the picture, I'm like, holy shit, they used a Ken Shamrock graphic. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, mate. I love you. I'm so, oh, so Well, I'm speaking so of Ken funny. Shamrock, let's segue into Ken Shamrock, because just to close it out, we are, for the love of wrestling, we are your podcast. We're made by you, for you. Uh, but on the other side of our BEC arena, we are going to be dominated by the world of MMA. There's a couple of big names there. Anderson Silva, uh, George St. Pierre is going to be taking over the stage and hosting all the Q&As. We've got Rampage Jackson. Yes, he played B.A. Baracus 
in the new 18 movie. Come and have a chat with him and the Iceman Chuck Liddell, as well as Matt Hughes, Kenny Florian, Vito Belfort, Matt Serra, uh, and so many epic, unique Rampage Jackson of Impact Wrestling as well, don't forget. Yeah, he is, yeah. Yeah, excellent. So there's these loads of different things that, that you guys can go and talk to him about. And we want to talk to him about, we want to get content for, for you to distribute on the, onto our YouTube channel. So please head over to YouTube, sign in to your Monopoly events account and check out all the wonderful past Q&As that we have been a part of. Well, as we throw up the final screen, there is your full-on guest list for the love of wrestling check us out at for the love of wrestling.co.uk tickets are available now for your photo opportunities and all your autographs and those tables are where you're going to hear some fine and dandy stories uh but we're going to be on the site come and say hello to us uh, and as always, um, if you're passing Jay Harvey, give him a nice little tickle for putting this all together. Um, he, he'll appreciate it. Literally, a tickle. He'll, he'll enjoy that. Just uh, just, just one cog in the wheel. But yeah, and you know, I, th- I thought we'd mentioned this in uh, a couple of times throughout the show. Get get those tickets because, you know, we get so many people asking us, oh, can I pay for tickets on the day? Yes, you can. If, if, if they haven't sold out, you might be able to pay for tickets on the day. But don't... I, 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 we, but you won't be able to pay for, for Brian Danielson on the day. Certainly not. You more than likely won't be able to pay for Bill Goldberg on the day. Uh, more than likely won't be able to pay for that WCW Champions photo on the day. Uh, FTR selling well. Um, you know, Kevin Nash is selling really well. DDP selling very, very well. Um, so if you are looking to, to purchase tickets before the event itself, make sure you get those big names booked in uh, because we do not want, I know you mentioned this earlier, we do not want us to be sending people uh, away disappointed like we had to last year with Bray Wyatt and Sting. Even though we said for weeks and weeks, buy your tickets, buy your tickets, buy your tickets, you won't be able to get them on the day. People turned up at the show and then left disappointed because they couldn't get them on the day. Uh, that message just didn't get across. So please, we cannot say enough, secure your tickets, especially with the big names, uh, before you hit the BC uh, a week on Saturday. Yes. It's also oh, worth yeah. noting again that the from, from a wrestling fan who attended For the Love of Wrestling for the first time last year, Cost of entry for the Q&As and the uh, traders alone is amazing value for money because back in back in the day, I would have paid more double the entry price just for a Q&A with any of these people. So, yeah, it's definitely worth getting the ticket. Don't be disappointed. Don't try and wait till the day of. Get your ticket and take the ride. Take the ride. Love that. Well, to close things out, boys, give me one thing from the for the love of wrestling show that you are looking forward to the most. And this is not putting any kind of detriment on anybody else or any other act or any other p- feature that we're going to have on the day. But what are you, as an individual, looking forward to the most over that weekend? Um, I think getting and again this because it is it is not it's not about stroking my ego. It's just being a you know a wrestling fan for over thirty years. Getting that that WCW Champions photo over the line is something I'm really looking forward to because it is a world's first. And I mean, you know, we, we are now in 2023. Everything happens via the internet. Everything's me, me, me generation. So to be able to put something on as a convention um, that is a world's first is it, it, phenomenal. And it's, it sort of summarises what the love of wrestling is about. It is, a you know, trying to do things a little bit differently than your normal chicken coop convention. Um, so getting that over the line is going to be amazing. Uh, everybody who I speak to about it is hugely, hugely excited. Um, and I've also... Today and well, I've had a notification that it's been dispatched. We are going to have an official, um, an official big gold belt for those pictures as well. Um, so yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be awesome, and it's gonna be something like a real, real, real bucket list moment for for any wrestling fan. So yeah, that's that's what I'm looking forward to. 
I, uh, I, I, as always, look forward to just seeing the team. And this is obviously the one for us, as in us as we do all of these conventions, but for us as fans, this is the one for us. I'm just, I just like being surrounded by like-minded people. Yeah. I, I'm buzzing for it. I just like, I like being in that atmosphere, and um, just, just the literally, we're all there for the love of wrestling, and I genuinely love that about this thing. I love it, honestly. It makes my heart warm, mate, to hear that, and I can't wait to see you in Manchester on the 29th and 30th of April at the BEC Arena. Again, if you've not got your tickets yet, head on over to fortheloveofwrestling.co.uk and check us out. Gain all your tickets as quick as you possibly can. So on behalf of us, to you, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us. Again, if you see us wandering around at the convention, come and say hello. Let us know what you think of the podcast. We are here as the fans for the fans. So we want to know exactly how we can enhance your listening. And indeed on this instance, viewing uh, viewing aspect, let us, let us know how we can enhance that. We'd love to hear your feedback. So on behalf of me, my name is Tom Fickill. From Aaron Robertson and the legendary James Harvey, we will see you all on the flip side and get ready. Throw your hands up. Feel the bang.